step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Buzzworthy Radio is on. on. The entertainment show that gets you up close and personal with today's hottest stars. Here's your host, Nabel J. Lee. Wow. Okay. So, you know, it's been so long since I've done a live show. I probably don't even remember how to do a live show. <laughs> how are you doing, everybody? It's Nabel J. Lee, host of Buzzworthy Radio. The Buzzcast is back with a live one. It's been a minute since we've done one of these podcasts overall, but the fact that I'm back doing a live show, it's completely different for me at this moment because you never know what's going to happen during a live show. You never know what's going to be said during a live show. And you know what? I miss the thrill. So why not do a live show tonight? And why not have a guest that I haven't had on this show for probably about, I think, I'm putting myself on the spot here. I think the first time I've had him on the show was probably 10 years ago, 10 years ago to the day, maybe. And the funny story about this guest who I will go into in a minute, if you don't already know who it is, (laughs) the first time that he had come on to the show, he thought, <laughs> and some of my uh, some of my favorites who who listen to the show will know the story. But for those who don't know, my guest actually thought for the first time when he came here that he thought I was a big fat black woman just by the name, my first name. He literally thought automatically it's a big fat black woman that that's doing this this show. So as soon as he heard my voice, it completely basically went haywire. I'm sure, and he and he was like, "Well, I I guess if that's not a woman." So <laughs> imagine him a few months later. I see him for the first time at the Daytime Emmy Awards, and then I present myself. I was like, "Just so you know, not a big fat black woman." So. I think that will always live in infamy is one of my favorite moments of the show, especially with him. And it was great. It was, it was great. Uh, it was definitely something unexpected. That's for sure. But I continue to bring that up as best as I know how, if I am able to, <laughs> but uh, going forward, let's, let me, let me actually tell you what's been happening here at, the Buzzcast. So we recently just got back from Los Angeles. Speaking of the Daytime Emmy Awards, we just went to the 46th annual Daytime Emmy Awards, and they took that took place on May 5th. And we were there for not just for the Daytime Emmy ceremony, but we were also there for the Creative Arts ceremony, which took place on May the 3rd. And then we also were at the Daytime Emmy's nominee reception, which took place on May the 1st. And that also was in Pasadena. That was in the location called Castle Green. 
So that was a very fun experience, especially since I have not done a nominee reception for, for about three years. I hadn't done one since 2016. So getting back into the swing of things, especially doing those string of events straight through, it was a humongous experience. It was a wonderful experience to see everyone, seeing all the nominees, seeing all the new talent that has embraced our four remaining shows that are on the air. And it was it was a trip. It was it was amazing. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about it, but it was just it was absolutely. I had a good time seeing everyone, especially the outlets, the journal, the journalist outlets that always show up there. Dan Kroll, especially. I always love seeing him. Uh, Tony from Lounging with Tony and After Buzz TV. Uh, Matthew Matthew Payne, and you know it's just uh, Mike Fairman and. I, I was just in my glory. You know how much I love to connect with those people. And it's so great seeing everybody who is so supportive of this community is, was right there. They were just right there. And so getting back into that and being able to be a part of that, it was such a huge deal for me. So I really love the fact that I was able to get to be a part of that again for my 11th year. So we are still uploading some videos from those events. There's a lot of material. I got to get up there folks, but I've been under the weather. So I will get everything up there. It's, it's getting up there at least sporadically, at least four interviews a day, but I am getting everything up there. So I'm kind of now starting to feel a lot better. So thank you for all of those that were concerned about me. <laughs> it was as soon as I got home, I got sick and then I was in bed for pretty much most of it. So I'm now almost at a hundred percent. I'm going to say I'm 80% right now, but we're getting there. We're close to getting there, but I am very happy to welcome back this guest. As I mentioned in the beginning of the show, he, the first time I believe he was on the show, probably to this, uh, 10 years ago to the day he first came on this show. And we always loved having him here. Uh, my guest, for those of you who are familiar with the daytime community, he made his daytime debut as AJ Quartermain in 1992 on General Hospital. After leaving the show, he would then hit up Sunset Beach. And then following that, he would then go on to the Bold and Beautiful as Deacon Sharp, which he would then take the character over to the Young and the Restless. He then would come back as AJ on General Hospital in 20. 12. But now he's got a book that's out. Well, that's going to be out tomorrow nationwide called Success Factor X. My friend, Sean Kanan, is joining us right now. Hey, Neville Hardy, thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely. Well, thank, first of all, thank you for reaching out to me to have you on. <laughs> so has, it really been, has, it really been, has it really been 10 years to the day? It, it's really been 10 years. I, I looked it up. I was like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> it's been a long time. Wow, lots of history. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sure as everyone, uh, sure as everyone remembers our story, how we connected, and literally, I, <laughs> no, I must have lost story. a lot of weight. Come on, man. Hey, it, 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 I, I lost a lot of weight, man. I'm just saying. But <laughs> congratulations! I'm glad you're feeling better too. I'm glad you're feeling Oh, better. thank you. Thank you. It was, of course, as soon as I leave Los Angeles, I get on a plane, and then all of a sudden I'm sick. That's how it works out. Uh, but. Yeah. No, that's how it works when you fly, man. You're breathing all that reconstituted air. So, got to take yeah. care of yourself. Absolutely. I have my 
1.5 liter water right next to me while we're doing this. So I've been <laughs> definitely keeping myself hydrated. Absolutely. But right. this book that, that we, um, that you are promoting, which can be pre-ordered on Amazon, it will be available nationwide tomorrow called success factor X. First of all, what is the, what is the book about? Uh, my partner, Jill Lieberman and I talked to 50 people in all different fields and asked them what their best advice about success was, what success means to them. And we got such an amazing response. We got such a diverse and wide field of participants ranging from billionaire Mark Cuban and billionaire Sarah Blakely and Anthony Robbins to Daryl McDaniel, oh, yeah. founding member of Run DMC, uh, KC from KC and the Sunshine Band, Jason Alexander, Frank Stallone, football players, football players. And, and daytime is very well represented in this. we got Susan Lucci and uh, Jennifer Finnegan and Antonio Sabato and Tristan mm-hmm. Rogers, Kimberlyn Brown. Um, you know, just a really, really eclectic group of people all talking about success. And there's something in this book you're going you're gonna to relate to somebody. Uh, it's, we wanted to come up with something that was inspirational that was motivational, that was going to help people achieve their goals, and that was not going to be divisive. You know, we're living in you know, such divisive times right now uh, that Jill and I decided we wanted to do something that was effectively going to act as a bridge, you know, as a conduit, uh, something that everybody mm-hmm. could universally get behind, and that's, that's success. It's interesting that, to note that I, I just recently found out is that most of – the people that you connected with for this book, you did it all through email pretty much. Yeah. Not, not, no. Well, yeah, almost entirely. But not only did I, and Jill Jill and I reach out to all these people through email, Jill and I met about 15 years ago when she was doing another book called American pride. And I was one of the participants in this book. Jill called me to wish me a happy birthday. Uh, uh, and by the time we got off the phone, we were writing partners. But I, to this date, have not seen Jill in 15 years, and we are actually meeting in New York uh, uh, tomorrow. And that's going to be the first time that I've seen her since we began this project. So could you imagine writing a book with somebody that you were never in the same room with? That's insane. <laughs> I don't even Isn't know how crazy? you how... – how could you how could you do that? I mean, you you would think that you would have to be in the same room to do something of this magnitude, but the fact that you were able to do this, and I think you said this has been in the works for about a year, the book. Uh, yeah, a little over a year. You know, I think I think that you have to have really really great communication uh, channels with each other, and I think that in itself is a, is, a, is a type of success. You know, the ability to communicate mm-hmm. is one of the, the most important things in uh, determining whether or not somebody is going to achieve success. And, you know, fortunately, Jill and I were able to, you know, put those tools to use and come up with what we believe is just a really, really terrific book that hopefully is going to, uh, you know, bring inspiration and happiness to a lot of people. You know, it's everybody's going to have a different opinion of what success is and as you basically said you had a different viewpoint from different groups of people um, in in reference to what they feel that success is and i think as you as you pointed out that it's going to reach at least one person that reads this book because yeah. 
one person's success story is not this person's success story, but this person's or this other person's success story. And, you know, I think that's what's pretty much interesting about the concept of this is that there's different viewpoints of success because not everybody is going to have the same mindset as to what and how they can achieve it. And then you, you're going to, you're going to read this and then it's like, yeah, you're going to read this and then you're just going to go, I get it. I, I totally understand what they're trying to say. So I think that's pretty cool. So much of, so, so much of what, the majority of the participants said was that, you know, everyone defines their own success differently. And, you know, you determine your own happiness based upon your inner barometer of, of what you associate with being successful. And, you know, another interesting thing that we found out while, while compiling the book is that so many of these people are very wealthy, powerful, influential people and they have mm-hmm. a lot of the trappings of success, you know, the, the money, the toys, et cetera. But none of them refer to their success uh, in terms of that sort of stuff. You know, really a lot of them, it's, it's in their ability to kind of pay it forward, to inspire others, to be of service, uh, you know, to live a life that's, that's, you know, meaningful and giving something back. And I thought that was really kind of reassuring uh, because so much of what I think, especially, you know, millennials and, the young, and, and kids even younger than that are seeing on TV – it's mm-hmm. conspicuous consumption. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, there's nothing wrong with that if, you, if you've earned it. But I, I think a lot of people are led to believe that they should all be starring in their own, you know, MTV video. And, you know, they're not learning. Yeah. That, you know, there's, a lot, there's, a lot, there's a lot of hard work that goes with that. You know, you ask a lot of young kids, what do they want to do when they grow up? And their answer is, I want to be famous. Well, famous for what? You know? Same I mean, famous why? for what? Exactly. And why? I mean, and, you know, fame for the sake of fame is, is a pretty useless thing. And, and in a lot of cases, it's just an inconvenience. I mean, yes, if you become famous as a byproduct of, you know, having done something really noteworthy, uh, you know, especially something that, that gives back to the world and to other people, you know, then it's, then it's not a bad thing. But, you know, if you're famous for sending out Instagram, then, you know, maybe – you need, to, you need to evaluate that a little bit. I feel that when, in essence, to those that get asked that questions of that, of that age group, and they automatically say they want to be famous, which I'm not going to lie, I have seen plenty of these people in my time, that, uh-huh. that, is their, that is their answer to that question. And again, I'm sitting here being famous for what? And I feel that that's just so materialistic. You know, you just, you, you want to be famous just to be famous, just so you can be recognized. But what, what, what do you, but why do you want to be recognized? What is it that you are contributing to, to, to us that you want to be famous for? I, it's just for me, I just, I've never understood that. I never understood why that was automatically their first response. Well, why is, why is not a difficult answer? I mean, why? All you have to do is look at the conspicuous consumption on television and in magazines and all the influence from Madison Avenue that is telling kids, you know, and, and influencers, et cetera, that's telling kids that, you know, everybody should be driving around in a Bentley and everybody should be, like, rocking it out of disco until 4 in the morning and, and just taking Instagram pictures. And that stuff's all great and fun, but there's got to be more to it than that. But unfortunately, that's 
largely the diet that they're being fed on. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy that that's just the way it is, it, especially now to this day, because as you said, social media plays a huge part in that huge part of that they like right. see somebody on instagram and they feel that, that that's what i mean not saying that that's not what they can do they can but is, is that something that they want but to be successful but, but, for but, but it's 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 to what end to what end though you know to what end are mm-hmm. you going to achieve all that is that all there's going to be to it or are, are you, are you going to leave a legacy in this world of something that's got you know value to others yeah exactly You've been in this business for over 30 years now, and you've been a part of yeah, and you've been a part of the in in the daytime world for uh, 28 uh, 28 years maybe roughly, almost 28 years, almost 20 years. Off and on, uh, about 92. Yeah, 92. What can you say? What can you say throughout throughout all this time that you have been in this field, in this genre, not just daytime, but the television genre overall? What have you learned from being a part of this community? I mean, this is just a general question because I'm just so interested because you have so many years being an actor, and what what have you taken away from it? Like, what has been the most profound experience that you had for being an actor? I'm curious. Well, that's, that, that, that's, that's kind of a lot of different questions that I, I'm going I'm to try and answer two of them. As far as the daytime world, probably the most significant thing that I can take away is the absolute loyalty of the fans, how good they've been to me, how supportive they've been to me through ups and downs. And that's been really moving. Uh, you know, I've been on four different shows and uh, I've been able to, achieve success on all those shows. And it's largely because of the people watching the shows that have been very supportive of me. Probably the most important Mm -hmm. lesson that I've learned outside of it is that you have to learn to create a life for yourself outside of your acting career, because you know, the majority of most actors lives is spent looking for work as opposed to actually working. And if, if you're only going to be happy during the times that you're, you're getting that, um, you know, that positive feedback in the form of booking a job and, and then being on mm-hmm. set, it, it's going to leave a lot of time in your life when you're not fulfilled. And as I've gotten older, I've worked harder and harder to create, uh, you know, to create meaning and happiness in my life uh, in the moments when it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with my career. So that when I am fortunate enough to, uh, get paid to do what I love, it makes it that much sweeter. Would you give that, would you say that you would give that same advice to someone who is aspiring to become an actor or just starting out to be an actor? Uh, you think? The first advice that I would give, the first advice I give anybody aspiring to be an actor is to take a very, very hard internal look and inventory and decide, is this something that you simply have to do? That you've got it inside of you, and you've got to express it, and acting is the way that you have to express it. Because it's not the easiest life. Um, You know, a a lot of people see the people that are on TV, and 
you know, they, they imagine the wonderful lives they have, and in many cases they are, but it's, you know, the people that are successful in this business are about 5% of the total people that are trying to be successful. So you mm-hmm. really need to look at that. Um, if you decide that, yeah, this is, this is what I got to do, you know, I got to be me, this is what I got to do, um, I, I would say to make sure to be as well-rounded as you can be in other areas of your life. And I, I would also, again, go back to, uh, to what I said, which is, um, um, you know, you've got to be able to create happiness for yourself outside of, 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 of acting, you know, in, in your personal yeah. relationships and whatever, whatever hobbies you have, you know, whatever pursuits you have. That being said, though, you've got to work like hell to become successful because this business is so absolutely cutthroat and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult. So it's, it's a little, it's a little bit of a, of a double, not a double-edged sword. It's, it's a little bit of a, of, of a conundrum in the sense that, you know, you, you need to work very, very hard to be successful in this business, but you also want to create happiness yeah. outside the business. Uh, so it's, 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 it's like Mr. Miyagi says, pal, it's finding that balance. <laughs> I like how you just segued into that. <laughs> because right? one like, oh, thing, yeah, I like how you did that. I like how you did that, Mike Barnes. No, I like how you did that, Mike Barnes. Just saying. Right? Yes. What was it like? I mean, look, because that was going to be my next question anyway. So look how you just saved yeah. me. Um, <laughs> being in Cobra Kai, making an appearance in Cobra Kai. What, well, how did that feel? I have well, I haven't actually been in Cobra Kai. I was a member of Cobra Kai when I did Karate Kid 3, but I have not worked on the television series. Really? I thought you did. I not was yet. Like, confused. Ah, no, that needs to be yet. a thing. Finger- that needs to be a thing. I agree. Fingers just, crossed. We'll just see. saying. Just, we'll put that out there to the universe. <laughs> put that, but, put that vibe know, out there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. You put it out there, it comes back. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I've pretty much watched all your roles. I, 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 I have to talk about it because, you know, obviously I grew up with you. I watched you when you first came on General Hospital. Uh, you know, I loved AJ in spite of the fact that I, he just never had a fair shake ever. No. But right. never had a fair shake at all. You know, it was interesting. I was actually – just like one day I was just like rummaging through old clips. I mean, obviously you saw, I was just like pinpointed. I'm sorry, Steve Burton, but I'm not sorry of, of out of this world with his hair. So <laughs> I, I've been watching like the old, old GH clips from the early nineties before right. the accident, obviously. And right. even, even then it was just, AJ was so not, so not the favorite in that family. Jason was such yeah. the golden child and I, and I literally now was just like watching them in full because I never really watched it in well I I did but I never really understood it in its full capacity and then now watching well, it now it's like wow AJ never really got a fair share with his family yeah. at all there, there were, there were all. great episodes back in the 90s really great stuff uh, uh, back in the the early and mid 90s uh, I had some I had some great story you know we had you know, it was a very special time when Vanessa Marcel and Antonio was on the show, Ricky Martin, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, so it, was, it was a good time. But it was hard because you're right. AJ's never gotten a fair shake, uh, and it's unfortunate. But, 
you know, there, there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of material and good stuff to play when you're playing the, the ne'er-do-well black sheep. Uh, True. And you did. Yeah. Yeah. But I think unfortunately the character never really uh, was allowed to get the footing that I think would have been very interesting had it happened. Oh, absolutely. No, I agree. I mean, you had so, you had so much material to play off of, which you, you played so well. Um, and, you know, what's interesting, yeah. the actress who played, who played Keisha Ward during that time, you know, I liked right. uh, your, in, your interactions with her. Yes. Um, she, yep. you alongside her, that was very, I liked that chemistry and even though I also like Jason and Keisha too, but I also liked AJ and Keisha. So there was a, that was a nice conundrum there, but um, I, I was fond of that. Obviously I loved Deacon. I think Deacon overall was my favorite, even though I loved AJ, but I think Deacon was my favorite out of all the characters you played especially when they paired you opposite Captain Kelly Lang. I was a huge fan of that. I loved that mm. storyline. And, you know, I still talk about it to this day. Like me and a couple of people on Twitter, Angie and Maria Theo, we always talk about July 4th when that episode <laughs> happened. When Jennifer it's, Finnegan, when she was playing Bridget at the time, right. confronted, confronted Deacon about the fact that Brooke's baby was uh, Deacon's. And those scenes were absolutely phenomenal. I, I, it's like literally every time on Twitter, it's like, it's July 4th, y'all. We got to watch it. So it's not every day you get your mother-in-law pregnant. <laughs> you know? That is true. Uh, not every it, day you get your mother-in-law you know, pregnant. Jennifer, Jennifer uh, Jennifer's actually in the new book too. Yes. Jennifer Finnegan is, yeah, she's in success factor X. So, uh, it's been really nice reconnecting with a lot of the people that I've worked with in daytime and, you know, bringing them into the book. And, uh, it's, it's interesting to hear their philosophies about success and, you know, how they got to be where they are. And I think that, you know, the people who are fans of daytime, who do pick the book up will see, you know, a very different side or maybe a side that they're not familiar with, with these daytime actors, uh, some of whom have now, mm-hmm. are now doing other things with film and night and, and, you know, nighttime television. And, and it, it's going to kind of pull the curtain back a little bit. And, and, you know, I think everybody sort of, you know, peeled the skin back a little bit and showed, you know, some vulnerability in who they really are uh, when giving their testimonials in this book. And I think, Right. That that really allows people to connect with it. Absolutely, and uh, I know that you said you're going to be in New York tomorrow. I believe you're going to be doing a book tour. I know you have something with Patika Darbo next month. In yeah, Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, Patrika Darbo and I are going to be doing a, a dinner with the fans, uh, June 22nd. It's going to be a really nice, intimate dinner in a beautiful location in downtown LA. And we do have a few tickets left. So if anybody wants to uh, get a ticket, you go to SeanCanonTheModernGentleman.com. You get a ticket. We've got, we've got some great surprises, maybe some surprise guests. Uh, and it's going to be a really wonderful evening for people to get a chance to visit with me and Patrika kind of up close and personal. Awesome. And then you did mention we, we, have, a couple, we have a couple of book signings, which are, are, we're so excited about it. Uh, Jill and I will be 
at Barnes and Noble this Thursday night at 7 p.m. in Long Island in uh, Carl Place, New York. And it's one of the big mm-hmm. flagship stores of Barnes and Noble. So we're really excited about that. And then Saturday, May 18th at 1 p.m. we'll be at Bookends in Ridgewood, New Jersey. And then we come back in May 25th. We are uh, May 25th. We are at Just Fabulous in Palm Springs, California. And then June 10th, we will be at the Grove, uh, right next to CBS, doing another signing at Barnes and Noble. Uh, Monday at the Barnes and Noble in there. Okay. Yeah, and Jill has a signing June 1st uh, in Miami, and I've got another one July 5th in my hometown of Newcastle, Pennsylvania. And if people want to keep up with all the stuff that we're doing, um, the best way is to follow us on Twitter at SuccessFactorX or go to our website, which is SuccessFactorXBook.com. And we just we really um, we really appreciate the support. We're really trying to build a community uh, with our social media, and uh, mm-hmm. real people will come see us at the book signings and say hi and talk to us and tell us uh, you know what they think of the book. Absolutely, dude. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for what's to come for you with the book. And and appreciate it. Yeah, man. We're gonna be on. We're gonna be on the lookout. Obviously, I already follow you on Twitter. But if you don't follow Sean Cannon on Twitter at Sean Cannon, (laughs) please and thanks. Um, And as he as he pointed out, follow the book on Twitter as well. It's uh, Success Factor at Success Factor X. So make sure you guys give that a follow as well. Uh, I appreciate you, my friend, coming here. Promoting the book and talking about the good old days, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being such a supporter. And uh, I hope I get a chance to come back and talk to you again and that I get get, get to see you sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Let's make it happen. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, Thanks man. Take care. Wow. Oh, man. That just – telling you a blast from the past man i love it sean canaan everybody make sure that you follow him on twitter at sean canaan you can also follow the book on twitter at success factor x and make sure if you guys want to go to the book signings if you also want to get to the uh private dinner that's being held in california on june 22nd california california june 22nd make sure you hit up sean canaan the modern gentleman find his website, get some tickets, make sure you guys go out and support him. And uh, if you're going to be in the New York area, make sure you guys go to the Barnes and Noble in Long Island on Thursday. And it is the flagship store. So make sure you guys check that out. So I am so glad I got to do one of these uh, podcasts with you guys again. And hopefully I get to do more of these in the not too distant future because I've been missing it. And I want to give a complete utter shout out to TV source. TV Source has a podcast now, been a huge supporter of that fam for many years, Ryan and Jonathan, that whole crew, uh, Ash, Ashley, I love you, and Topher, there's just so many people that I want to shout out for that podcast, I can't get them all out, but I am so happy that they are doing a podcast about the daytime community as well as the UK soaps. So please give them, please give them the love if you haven't already. I love the fact that they're here doing this. And I thank you for tuning into this show tonight. I really appreciate you. I definitely promise I will be back. Definitely promise I'll be back. But for now, I'm Noel J. Lee, making sure you keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. Log in onto our website at Buzzworthy Radio Cast. 
com. You can follow me on Twitter at Buzzworthy Radio. Like us on Facebook at Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. From Twitter to iHeartRadio, Buzzworthy is everywhere. everywhere. Miss the show? Log on to BuzzworthyRadioCast.com for past shows and videos of some of your favorite stars. Stay connected to Buzzworthy Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.